Senators, senators, I understand you do not want another emperor, but it seems you have been given one. I sympathize with you. I do not want to be an emperor, but it seems I have been chosen one. Perhaps you would take a little moment to sympathize with me. Welcome back to the life of Claudius Caesar, Papa Bear. What a week it has yeah. been. We're recording this on the 6th of November, 2020, two days after yes. the American presidential election. Still no Still. winner. Wait, Still D'Angelo, no winner. I'm going. I'm going <laughs> like a fucking battery. Anyway, sorry. I don't know. Sorry. What the fuck are you talking he, about? He goes for uh, days inside my wife. There, I'm happy. I oh. said it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, from a foreigner's perspective, it's been uh, fascinating. From an American's perspective, uh, what's it been like the last couple of days? It's been sad. I mean, America can no longer claim to have a moral high ground for Trump to do what he's done for the last four years. And then for a lot of people to go, yeah, that, that's not a deal breaker for me. Um, we have to be honest with who we are now. We have a lot of work to do, to be quite blunt with you. <laughs> he got, I read in 2016, he got 63 million votes. In 2020, so far, he's got 66 million votes. <sighs> Uh, three more million people went, fuck yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah no, great, that, great work. Yeah, great yeah. Work. Second helping, please. Yeah, but... <laughs> 230,000 people dead? <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you reckon he could do if we gave him another four years? <laughs> We're about to find out, maybe, but hopefully Biden's no. got this. It's just a matter of going through the motions. Who knows? Who in the fuck knows? Yeah, and I see today, I think at the latest count is the Senate is a tie. Yeah. There's a chance the Ju- Democrats may uh, win the Slim. Senate, in which case they'll have the they'll have a full deck. But um, see, we'll go, uh, yeah, I think it might I, be some time before we know. Yeah, because both, both of the Senate seats in Georgia are going to be runoff. I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I hope it does, obviously, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's asking way too much of the odds. But, hey, anything's possible when you have a bunch of lawyers, right? So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Speaking well, of... speaking of a bunch of lawyers... <laughs> I was going to say lawyers and inept management, but, hey, or leadership, but it all works. Yeah. Well, uh, last time on the Claudius series, uh, we finished off about 48 CE, uh, Messalina dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Britannicus, not dead, her son no. with Claudius. Um, so that's something. That's He's a feel good moment. Other. Yeah, feel good yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's ruin Daddy. that for everybody. I mean, I think he's 48. Uh, how old is Britannicus? He's about I six it- or seven. Yeah, something like um, maybe a little older, but I I don't. Born in no, born in forty one. Okay, you got seven years old. Seven years. He's like, daddy. So he's about six months older than Fox. He's like, daddy, where's mummy? (laughs) Oh yeah, Yeah. mummy, mummy gone. Mummy gone. (laughs) Mummy gone. Mummy had to go to a farm in upstate New York. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, and she was a dirty, dirty whore. Um, But she had to go. Live with the puppies up there. They're uh, goldfish. But anyway, she's yes. gone. Now, Claudius, yes. bachelor, swing and gold chains, hairy chest, you know, zoot suit. Woo! Feather in his hat. Watch out, ladies. Here I come. As he's limping down the road. Is that, <laughs> Is that the signal? In my hat. That's the fe- sign. If you've got yeah. a feather in your hat, you're open well, for business. On a certain side. If you have the feather on your hat on the left side, ladies, yeah. look out. If you have a feather on the right uh, hand, gentlemen, look out. Uh. If you have the feather in the middle, you're either an Indian or bi. <laughs> Virginia <laughs> rules. I can do that because I'm uh, one-eighth or eight percent. Whatever the fuck I am. I, one-eighth, I'm some percent. One-eighth, one-eighth bi or one-eighth Indian? Bi, black, and Indian. It's it's complicated being inside my head. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, not as complicated as uh, D'Angelo being inside your wife, but it's not No, story. that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. About 12 yeah. inches straightforward. Well, yeah, 14 yeah. inches. Right <laughs> it's growing. Okay, okay. Moving yeah. on. Nothing to see here. 
So Claudius needs a new wife. Now, before we get to that, yes. though. Does he need I want a... To read, go ahead, go ahead. I, w- I want to read this section from Tacitus because uh, I like this. He says, about the same time, the emperor enrolled in the ranks of the patricians such really? senators as were of the oldest families and such as had had distinguished ancestors. Oh, cool. They were now but scanty relics of the greater houses of Romulus wow. and of the lesser houses of Lucius Brutus, as they had been called, and those two were exhausted, which the dictator Caesar by the Cassian and the Emperor Augustus by the Sanian law had right. chosen into their place. These acts as being welcomed to the state were undertaken with hearty gladness by the imperial censor. Anxiously considering, well, actually, before I go on, the greater houses of Romulus, yeah. for a start... I assume that by this stage, even, they accepted that Romulus was probably a mythical figure. But they had the greater house. There were people in Rome who claimed to be descended from Romulus. I do. Yeah, it's complicated. (laughs) But, you know, I did one of those DNA things, and it turns out, fuck me, if I'm not a direct descendant. (laughs) One-eighth. You're one eighth. <laughs> I'm a descendant of one eighth of Romulus. It's it's again, it's mathematics. We don't have to go into it. Yeah. I want. I wonder if somewhere in Rome there yeah. is like this fucking old. I like there's this fucking old villa. It's like right? two thousand years old. Yeah, it's musty. It's crusty. Layers uh, of dust. Yeah. 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 But inside, there's, 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 there's this really old couple. Like, they're right. like 103, and uh, they're the current uh, right. title holders of the head of the Romulus clan, and they're waiting. They're like, like the people who claim to be descendants of Napoleon. They're waiting for the, the cycle to come back around the right, right. time to so raise not- up. We yeah. need you to lead this yeah. country once again. I know you're going to have to do it from a chair, but we really need you at this point. Oh, by the way, put on this mask. There's a pandemic. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, like uh, like the, uh, the Holy Blood and the Holy Grail books claim that Jesus' descendants are still right. out there and the, the Vatican's right. keeping them uh, hidden away and going to pull them out at the right time. <laughs> oh, no, they didn't want – no, they, they, they're keeping them uh, locked up. Or under bribed or something because they don't want that. That's right because right. the Vatican's built built on the idea that Jesus didn't have any heirs yes. to his success. They are the heirs of Jesus, exactly. but uh, he's really got uh, descendants. The, the truth um, comes out. Yeah, yeah. maybe same right. same thing. Maybe Romulus's bloodline right. and uh, Jesus's bloodline and Mix. Caesar's bloodline all right. mixed. Right. Yeah. Fuck wow. me. That would be that, that would be, be something, wouldn't it? That we're gonna make a awesome. movie. I feel a movie coming on, or at least a coffee mug, but probably a movie. All I three. can feel a forex coming on. <laughs> that was that was an actual uh, Australian ad. Yeah. Um, at least when I was a kid. I'm not sure if it still is. Here we go. Brisbane TV, 1986. Oh my god. I. Everybody. Oh. I can feel a forex coming on. Imagery is of people doing sporting. They're like fit. They're not like yes. some fat beer drinking fucker sitting in his garage. They're all out. They're they're surf lifesavers running around out in the water and boats. Muscular, muscular tanned men. Oh, now they're playing rugby. They're playing rugby. Oh, they're back in the boats. Oh, they got a cold one. They're taking the top of There's Brisbane. Before it was really built, it was a Gold Coast. Oh, there's some old fucker. Yeah, oh, some old fucker at the bar. But he, oh, beautiful girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good times. Yeah, that looks like people who drink 4X to me, not. <laughs> anyway. The old, the old joke is uh, why do Queenslanders call their beer 4X? Because they can't spell piss. Um, <laughs> Anyway, the greater houses of Romulus and, of course, Lucius Brutus 
right. uh, the lesser houses of Lucius Brutus. Lucius Brutus, obviously, the uh, famous Roman who, uh, you know, brought about the the um, end of the monarchy. Lucius right. Junius Brutus. Slid into an um, oligarchy, but that's fine. First consul, first consul of Rome. Hell yeah. Um, after he expelled his uncle, the Roman king yeah. Tarquinius Superbus. Said you, out. Uh, after the suicide of Lucretia, uh, right. Brutus's uh, sister. And, of course, the Brutus who who participated in the assassination of Julius Caesar, right. Marcus Junius Brutus, was a descendant right. of his, and that's how they got him to do it, if you believe some of the histories, they're like, come on, yeah. come on. That's what you your can family do it. Look does. what your ancestor did 500 years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's in Give your it blood. Anyway, so that bit, um, I was like, what? Say what? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> anxiously considering how he was to rid the Senate of men of notorious infamy, Ooh. He preferred a gentle method recently devised to one which accorded with the sternness of antiquity and advised each to examine his own case oh, and God. seek the privilege of laying aside his rank. Permission, he said, would be readily obtained. Um, so I like this. He's like, listen, I'm not going to tell you yeah. whether or not you should be a senator, but consider the privilege right. of... Laying aside, it's like, uh, you know, uh, oh, no, don't throw me into the briar patch, Brer, <laughs> Brer Fox. Oh, no, not the briar patch. He's <laughs> reverse psychologying. Yes. He's using reverse psychology on these senators. Oh, yeah. the privilege of not having to sit through these fucking boring <laughs> Senate meetings all the time. Imagine Yarn what fest. you could do. Yeah, you got the whole uh, day. So it's beautiful outside. Yeah. And let's face it, you're poor. So you yeah. should probably be out there, you know, hustling. Working? You don't want to be sitting in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whoring out your daughters, whatever. The point is you're not yeah. worthy of being in here. So please, go, with all due respect, fuck off. Go whip your slaves harder so they can right. make you rich. That's, that's what America motto. was built on. Make America exactly. great again. Bring back slavery. That's what we're saying. How many people said you're right and stepped down? Do we have any numbers or names or, or an impression of how effective this was? Uh, must have been effective. Tacitus doesn't say, but I'm assuming it must have been effective because he's, you know, he's he's uh, saying that it happened. So it must, okay. must have worked. Must have been yeah. effective. I got you. Yeah, I, I think so. He says he would publish in the same list those who had been expelled and those who had been allowed to retire, that by this confounding together of the decision Ooh. of the censors and the modesty of voluntary resignation, the disgrace yes. might be softened. Look, That's nice. You, you know, if you resign, we yeah. will give you a golf clap on the way out and we'll, you know, we'll put it up on the wall. Go and watch. Uh, Barry... Stan right. uh, retired gracefully, did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the third guy, oh. who was the third guy? Barry, Stan, and oh, Frank, Joe, John. Oh, God. I don't know. Whoever the original founding member of the <laughs> uh, Barry and Stan Co. was. I can't remember now. It's going back many years. Uh, <laughs> If we have to fire your ass, oh, we'll, we'll just put it up there with fired. Yeah. Yes. You know, big letters. Es- like- security will escort you to the main lobby. I mean, it's going to be that embarrassing with a box in your hand. You don't want that. Go out with some yeah. dignity. Uh, it'll be like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Did Trump- Sir, you've got to go. You've got to go. Did Trump really tweet that if he loses, you'll never see him again? He'll leave the country? Yes, my daughter Kiki came running up to me and said, I got great news. And I was like, honey, no, that was a bit of reverse psychology as well. If he's going to leave the country, it's to avoid persecution or prosecution. So don't get excited about that. <laughs> like at Twitter's, Twitter's blocking some of his tweets. They're saying yeah. some or all of the content shared in this tweet is disputed. It might be misleading about an election or other civic process. No <laughs> shit. They're no censoring shit. the president. Well, they have to. I mean, he's a child. He's a fucking child. So, anyway. Uh, um, I'm try- Did he really say that? Did that he would leave? No. Yeah, he's he he. Uh, yeah, there was a clip of it. 
It was a clip, a, but I, that can't at be a real. Rally. It must, no, I think that was... Uh, f- I'm looking through his Twitter feed now. I can't see him having said that. I think that was fake. Mm. Yeah. If I, if I find it... Yeah, I could have swore I saw it as in a video, not a tweet, but I'll have to look around for that. But anyway, let's get let's get back to the uh, <laughs> why we're here. I was just going to say, I bet you there's yep. a bunch bunch of people who uh, can't wait to tell him that he's fired. Uh, oh, like yes. you're fired. Claudius was uh, firing the uh, yeah. senators. Yes. He goes on, uh, Tacitus, to say, for this, the yeah. consul Vipstanus moved that Claudius should be called father of the Senate. The title of father of the country had, he argued, been indiscriminately bestowed. New services ought to be recognised by unusual titles. He's already, I assume, still the princeps, the first man. Top dog. Uh, They're coming up with another one now, father of the Senate. The emperor, however, himself stopped the consul's flattery as extravagant. Yes. Good for like, him. Come on. Listen. Like, dude. Listen. Yeah. I don't I'm already I'm already yeah. the fucking emperor, dude. Yeah. Like seriously. I don't need more titles. Yeah. Just cut, you know, I'm not gonna right. you're not gonna get any favors. Stop right. trying to suck up. Yeah. Look, if you want to suck my dick, just suck my dick. Oh, right. you don't have to Talk That's what I first. tell people all the time when they're going, time. "Oh, you're, Cameron, yeah. you're so great. You're so wonderful. You're so magnificent." <laughs> just get I'm under like, the hey, listen. toga. Get under yeah, the toga. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. I just if you want to suck my dick, just suck my dick. You don't have to uh, full play. Not required. Honestly. Right. Well. Yeah. I, I guess here's how I see it. Here, here's the sign of it's ultimate like, power. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Saying to Chrissy last night. Well, you know, we, oh, we, we, it's like let's let's. You want to watch some porn? She goes, yeah. Let's watch some porn. And fuck what? yeah. Let's get let's get nasty. I get, so I go. Well, what do you want to watch? And she goes, well, what do you want to watch? And I say, listen, it's a trap. Uh, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. No, I say, listen. I'm a guy. All porn right. is good porn yeah, when you're a guy. Do- you pick. You yeah. have to pick. Right. For me, it doesn't matter what it is. Porn's porn. Like it, yeah, porn's porn. It's all There's good. There's a coffee I mug. Mean, right. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it's like whiskey. All whiskey's good whiskey. Cigars, all cigars are good cigars. Some, you know, I prefer, sure, I prefer some cigars to other right. cigars, but I really, but yeah, overall, it's all good. Yeah. All good. You I know, mean, so. Yeah. Look at my hard drive. Huge variety yeah. there. Anyway, honey, I want you to pick. Yeah, and she did, good. and and it was good. Um, <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? <laughs> oh no, I guess if someone is like saying we want to make you father of the son, and he's like, no, 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 look, here's let me give you an example of my power. Can I fuck your wife? Yes, yes, princeps, whatever you want. Say no, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not going to. But the fact that you just were more than Again? willing to hand me over your wife, uh, no, I'm good. D- don't need any more titles. I, my wife's dead. Yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed. Let's get on with this. Let's get on with running the show, the, the, the Senate. Come on. Focus. <laughs> the, far, the last part of this is uh, Tacitus says, he closed the lustrum, the census right. for which gave a total of 5,984,072 citizens. Damn. Now, yes. a couple of points I want to make about this. Right. Um... One is that uh, lustrum uh, is a five-year period. They had a census every five years. That was the lustrum. Right. Uh, Secondly, a lot of people debate this number. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But uh, thirdly, uh, how would you write... 5,984,072 Five million nine hundred eighty-four thousand and seventy-two. You bring up a good in point in Roman, Roman numerals. Uh, numerals. Yeah, I don't think Roman numerals go up to five million. I think this is um, fake news. I really don't think they were able to. You would spend five years counting and then turn around and have to start all over again. Eh, I don't know. That's a far fetched. I wouldn't want that job. I just got back. We've got five point nine million, sire. Good. Oh, it's five years. Five years. I need you to go out again. Fuck me. I mean, yes, sire. Okay, I'm off. Come on, mule. I mean, no fucking way. Wait until the internet comes. Well, I mean, I know a thousand was M. So, okay. but how do you, how do you do five million, five thousand thousands? Five, you just have to you just have to go 
How do you write that or Yeah. Somebody 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 get back to us. M with that. M with a million over it. Or anyway, anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's complicated. now modern estimates are that the entire population of the Roman Empire, not just its male population, but women and children as well. Mm-hmm. Around the end of the first century BCE was about four to five million people. Okay. If that is roughly accurate, and if the census numbers, the Tacitus quote, are roughly accurate, that means that the empire grew between 20 to 50 percent between the year 1 CE and 48 CE when um, Claudius uh, finished the lustrum. Mm. So that's from 4 million, let's say, to 6 million in two generations. Right. Uh, huge growth. Uh, and now they, they haven't expanded the empire much in that time either. It's not like right. this has been a period like late Augustus, uh, Tiberius, Caligula. I mean, they, I guess they have uh, kind of by this stage finished the conquest of Britannia. So they're going to add four men and a cow <coughs> uh, based on that. Around hut. But uh, yeah. I don't think they've done any more expansion outside of that, really. Have Would they? you? S- oh, they've yeah. They've brought um, Judea into uh, the fold as being a province, mm. not just a client kingdom. So maybe if you add Britannia and you add uh, Judea, and oh, and uh, Caligula Claudius also did some stuff in North Africa too. I think yes. so. You know, they have expanded the empire a little bit. They've expanded, and I was going to say just in general, um, you know, because everybody goes where the money's at, where their jobs are at. You know, the first fourteen years you had uh, the last uh, fourteen years of Augustus during Tiberius time, and even during Caligula's time. I mean, there was some stability on the outside, you know, the provinces. So maybe if, if there is a, a general long-term period of, of um, uh, peace and maybe some prosperity, maybe a lot of more people moved into the areas, various areas of the empire to get jobs or to have a better life, who knows? But yeah, I mean, obviously those numbers have to be rough, you know, guessed at or whatever. I, I seriously doubt if they counted 5.9 million people, but still, I think there was some growth during that time. I mean, I think a lot, you know, a lot of um, the growth too can be put down to the Pax Augusta, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. peace and prosperity. Is and Augustus, of course, told them to have lots of kids. Yeah. It's your duty as a Roman a to push them sprogs out. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and it was so, and it was thusly done. Yes. Um, and huge growth. And his daughter was helping a lot by having all the sex. Uh, she was, you know, yes. doing her part. Yes. So anyway. Yeah, but then he would take her babies and leave them on yeah, mountains. Yeah, it's not a, so. not a perfect plan, system. Plan? <laughs> not a perfect system. Anyway, I feel like we're off on a tangent, tangent, tangent. But anyway. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, no, so, population growth, Roman Empire. Um, okay. Back to Messalina, okay. uh, not only her new husband, Silius, ended up executed. Tacitus says... Titius Proculus, Aww. who had been appointed to watch Messalina yeah. and was now offering his evidence, Vettius Valens, or Valens, who confessed his guilt together with Pompeius Urbicus and Cephalus Trogus from among her accomplices, Damn. were ordered to execution. Yeah. I mean, come on, He's dude. Your to. job was you had yeah. one job, one Titius job. Proculus. It was to keep an eye on Messalina. Or keep her legs She's closed. fucking half of Rome. Yes, yes. Yeah. And not even charging him for Death it. If she is... was bringing in the money, I could semi see it. But she's doing it. What? Because <laughs> it's fun? Whore. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Decius Calpurnianus, too, commander of the watch. Sulpicius Rufus, who had the charge of the games. And oh. Juncus Virginianus, <laughs> a senator was similarly punished. Damn. A lot of lot of people getting executed here because of her fucking around. Yeah. Well, uh, Nesta yeah. alone right. occasioned a pause. 
rending off his clothes, he insisted on Claudius looking at the scars of his stripes and remembering his words when he surrendered himself without reserve to Messalina's bidding. That's right. Remember how, you know, he went to Claudius and said, uh, <laughs> she said, look, will you tell Manesta to do whatever I tell him? And he said, all right, hey, Manesta, do whatever she it's says. He goes, around. all right, boss. Yeah, all You're right. You're the king. <laughs> and he goes, well, you can't. You can't execute me for fucking her when you gave me strict, you know, direct orders to My penis, do whatever she said. Penis is confused. We're all confused here. Come on. You told me to. You made me. The guilt of others had been the result of presence or of large promises. His, mm. he said, of necessity. He must have been the first victim had Silius obtained the empire. Caesar was touched by his appeal and inclined to mercy. But oh, his freedman prevailed on him not to let any indulgence be shown to a player when so many illustrious citizens had fallen. It mattered not whether he had sinned so greatly from choice or compulsion. Mm. Even the defence of Traulus Montanus, a Roman knight, was not admitted. A young man of pure life yet of singular beauty he had been summoned and dismissed within the space of one night by Messalina, who was equally capricious in her passions and dislikes. In the cases of Sullius Caesoninus and Plautius Lateranus, the extreme penalty was remitted. The latter was saved by the distinguished services of his uncle, the former by his very vices, having amid that abominable throng submitted to the worst degradation. Mm. What do you think the worst degradation is, Ray? Like ass, getting ass fucked? While being waterboarded would be my guess. I don't know. It was like she put a strap on (laughs) and fucked me up the ass. And now you want to kill me. With no Vaseline. Yeah, yeah. And And she was was like, oof. Right, sorry. Ooh, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Fair enough. Good cop. You've suffered enough. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Manesta, right. Manesta was executed. Yes. So they're like, "Hey, he's an actor. You can't. We, you've killed like senators, yes. man. We can't let a fucking actor yeah. get off. It he's an look, actor. It would look bad. It would, wouldn't it? I don't. Mm. Mm. Got to go. So that's. Uh, yeah. Let that be a lesson to anyone out there who thinks uh, fucking the Empress is a good idea. Yeah. But Mm. as as we've seen a billion times throughout these six and a half, seven years we've been doing this show, nature abhors a vacuum. And now that Miscellanea is dead, she's like the co-princeps. No, 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 no. That shit can't last Everybody's gonna. Everybody who can is gonna be gunning for that position. The downside is you have to maybe fl- fuck Claudius, but other than that, you get all that power. So not a bad mm, deal. Mm. You know who uh, really needs to listen to this episode Ooh. about don't go fucking uh, don't go fucking uh, princesses or empresses. Who's that? Um, Dodi Fayed. Dodi Fayed. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. 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 He got and a he time got machine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He oh. got whacked for fucking the princess. Lesson. Yes, I know there's no evidence to support that, but I don't care. I like, I like, I, I want to believe what I want to believe. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're se- like, like American Democrats who still believe that the Trump campaign colluded with the Russians. I just believe whatever I want to believe. Doesn't okay. matter. Don't there's no evidence. Me. That's right. Yeah. Don't tell. I just, just, just is. It just <laughs> happened. I don't care. Yeah. Fucking David Markham. David Markham. We were going on about. God. We were arguing on Facebook last week about um, Hunter Biden's laptop. All right. And Markham's like, "There's, uh, you know, fucking no evidence, and you're just talking shit. There's no <laughs> facts. You don't have any facts." I said, "Well, here's my facts. Uh, there, are, there are hard drives. The FBI's in possession of them. They seem to indicate that uh, Hunter Biden was doing deals uh, that his father was getting a cut of." And there's a witness, Boba, Mr. Bobolina, Mr. Bob Dobolina, whatever his fucking name <laughs> is, Anthony Bobolewski. Right. Um, as a, you know, he was witness. Semi witness. You know, says that no, he was, he was, got those emails. He was on the thread. He was a partner. Oh, oh, got gotcha, those emails. Gotcha, he said, sorry. he said the emails are legit. Yeah, Hunter was uh, sorry. Hunter was giving Joe a, a, a cut. All right. So they're my facts. Where are your? What are your facts? Right. And he goes, seem they seem bogus to me. 
I was like, oh, wow, so it's just uh, fake news then, yeah, right? Yeah, You just declare anything you want fake news, like Trump. You're just like Trump. You declare anything you don't like fake news. He goes, why do you insult somebody who's a good friend? I was like, I'm not insulting you, dude. I'm just, I'm just observing right. that you're doing the same fucking thing that you say you hate about Trump, that he calls shit fake news. You're doing the exact same thing. you got no facts. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Anyhow, where was I? I don't know. So the search for a new wife yes. is the priority. Don't like Right. Fucking I hated Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was too good with those barrels. Yeah, like, little too just, fucking accurate. Just, where did he get all those barrels <laughs> from? Yeah. Does he have a barrel factory what? with like a million slaves <laughs> behind him? What? Because all he would do was reach behind him and fuck me if there wasn't another barrel. So someone needs to and figure that out. And don't waste good barrels. You could be aging whiskey in those <laughs> barrels. Right, like... Right. Or smuggling Jesus, little children Donkey across Kong? the border. You know, but let's go with the whiskey. Let's go with the whiskey. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, both. <laughs> children. <laughs> Holding whiskey. And whiskey. <laughs> well, just children immersed in whiskey. Oh, my God. But but just as like three inches well, at the this top. Is, uh, just put your mouth up there and you can 15, breathe. 15-year-old uh, single malt. I taste... Uh, <laughs> It's a bit of tobacco, a little bit of woody flavor, and, uh, and peaty, a, and peaty, and a little Guatemala. Mexican child. Yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> a little Guatemalan skin. I'm uh, saying sweat. five, no, four, four-year-old girl uh, with a mole on her left butt cheek. Mm. No, right butt cheek, sorry, right butt cheek. Mm, mm, mm. This one's got plenty of... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm uncomfortable. Anyway, uh, oh my god! Uh, the two main candidates yes. for a new wife. Yes. Well, there were three actually, but the main candidate seemed to have been, surprisingly to me, yeah, Lolly Paulina, right? Caligula's ex-wife, super rich and beautiful, right? One he was married to for like six weeks or six months, and he was like, "All right, yeah. you're done. I'm spent. <laughs> Next, fuck off." Yeah. Oh, by the way, never fuck anyone ever again. <laughs> She was already married when he fucked her, married her, forced her to divorce her husband, right. fu- married her, then divorced her, yes. but said, but you're never allowed to fuck no. anyone ever again. You've had the best, so no reason to go out and check the rest. Yeah. This one's the biggest, because yeah. I said it. By the way, yeah. I fisted you wearing my ring, <laughs> so you're not going to be much good to anyone else for a long time anyway. But she was. I'm doing you a favor exactly. by telling you don't fuck anyone right. else. You're yeah. all torn up with my big ring. But besides being uh, Caligula's wife for a little while, she was the daughter of the ex consul. Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, what the fuck? Did you see my Facebook post from the Caligula the people? Shit out of me. What? I'm sorry about no. that. Did, did you see my no. Facebook post from the Caligula people? No. Um, I got an email reply from the producers of the new Caligula film. Well, the uh, re uh, they're they're re-editing, uh, remixing, re-editing, doing a you know thing of the Caligula film, adding back all the scenes that were cut. Wow. Um, Thomas Nagovin uh, is the producer. He said, "Hi, Cameron. Sorry, this email is so tardy. I'm afraid that I missed your initial email." to our Caligula 2020 website. The Caligula recut is nearing completion and starting in December, I'll be able to speak about it publicly. Nice. So I'm going to get going to get Thomas on the show uh, and we're going to talk about the recutting the Caligula film. It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> That's going to be great, yeah, because we have a lot of yeah. appropriate and inappropriate questions uh, for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry, Lollia Paulina, you were saying something about her family. Yeah, no, just that she was the daughter of an ex-consul, Marcus Lollia. So, you know, there's some nobility there. Like you said, rich, beautiful, and she's been an an empress, so maybe she kind of knows the territory. So you would think that she could slide into the position, no pun intended, and just pick up where uh, Miss Alina left off. So not a bad choice. Hmm. Um, Another option is Ayla Petina. Claudius's second wife and mother of his child, Claudia Antonia. Right. Uh, they got divorced back in thirty-one uh, on the uh, when the with the downfall of Sejanus. You're right. Because he was her adopted brother. Sounds right. And uh, he couldn't, you know, so uh, Claudius couldn't be married to the sister of Sejanus. So they were divorced, but um, they, she was an option. They were like, well, you could just marry her again. Yeah. She knows the ropes. You've got a kid together. Just boom. 
And uh, the third candidate was Julia Agrippina, the daughter of Germanicus. Now, it seems that uh, each of Claudius's main freedmen had their favourite candidate they were pushing for. Now, Agrippina, of course, is Claudius's niece. Right. Um, the daughter of her of his brother. Yeah, yeah. But this, no, I was going to say, there's nothing creepy about that, right, Ray? That's 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 hot as fuck. Yeah, and well, the other thing was now I I I came across this on in some sources, but not all of them. Did you read that Agrippina was stooping at the time? Was it Pallas the freedman? Pallas. Pallas. Yeah. Well, okay. at some point she was. I'm not sure if it was. <clears throat> before oh. or after her marriage to Claudius, but um, yeah, okay. At some point in there, she she was stooping him, according to Tacitus. Yeah. So, so I think Claudius gives off the vibe. You know what? I don't do the bachelor thing so well. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the blow. I love the hookers. Love the ladies. Occasionally, a little boy or whatever. But I need some domesticity. I need a woman's in my house who can kind of run things, I can bounce ideas off of. Um, I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to do my thing. You know, guys, don't worry about it. We'll go out every Friday night. But I need a woman here to make a home for me. That's just who I am. I'm old-fashioned. So let's everybody get together and talk about it because I need somebody and I make obviously horrible choices. So what do you guys think? And the fact that she was half his age uh, just makes it hotter, (laughs) I think. Yeah, yeah. I need someone. She was born in fifteen. Who's got the same blood, some of the same blood running through their veins as I do, and is mm. at least no more than half my age, preferably younger. Mm. And I'm getting mm. wood. Anyway, mm. yeah, it's good. It's good to be the king. <laughs> uh, now, <clears throat> I said before, each of Claudius's main freedmen had their own favorite candidate they were pushing for, which raises the question: When exactly did these freed slaves right. start? playing such a major role in the running of the empire and why, Ray? Well, not only that, but how come their first choice isn't, you know what, a woman comes up to you and says, hey, I need you to help me to get in to be his next wife. I'll make it worth a while, whatever. You know, all of these guys should be saying, whoa, 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 stop right there. My allegiance, my first loyalty is to the princeps. You can talk to me, but don't say anything to me that you don't want him to hear because I am that fucking loyal. No, 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 that's not going on. It turns out that these guys, like you said, they each have their champions. They're each going to pitch them to the princeps, try to uh, try to get him to choose their person. But yeah, this is way too much power for these freedmen. I mean, I don't get, I, I truly can't understand why they get to be the ones, the arbiters of the next wife of the princeps. That makes no sense to me. I don't have an answer to your question, but clearly things have gone topsy-turvy in Rome over some period of years. Well, I think this is how it evolved. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. The, the powerful freedmen apparently started to become a thing during the reign of Caligula. Right. Um, and, you know, we, we also saw, the, you know, obviously the rise of the power of the Praetorian Guard oh, yes. under Caligula as well. Right. Macro uh, executing or helping Caligula execute Tiberius, mm-hmm. then getting executed himself. Um. But if you, if you think about these guys, uh, particularly from Tiberius onwards, they don't trust the Senate. Right. Uh, the, and, and, you know, in, in Caligula's day, major conspiracies uh, to try and overthrow him and against his life, a lot of senators involved. Good point. So he does, and, and, and his friends, his best friend, Lepidus and Bumboy, and his sisters were in on it as well. Mm-hmm. So he can't. Can't trust the Senate. Can't trust his friends. Damn family. Who are you going to trust? Yeah, I mean, your your Praetorian Guard. Hopefully, you can trust them. But also the people that you are with all day, every day, exactly. who are your functionaries, your secretaries, imperial treasurers. You know the people who run the imperial household that yeah. you're with every day. Now. The the elite of Rome obviously aren't gonna do you, that job. They're gonna so hate they're guys. they're yeah. slaves right. or, or former slaves. They're freed but men, they're freed slaves. Influential former slaves who have well, access the, yeah. Yeah, to power. They have they have skills 
And as we'll see when I talk about Palace in a minute, like quite um, high-ranking backgrounds, some of these people. Right. Um, so they're, they're, they've got skills. They rank high in the imperial household. They're hanging out with, in this case, Claudius all day, every day. Yeah. And so they're the people that you talk to, you share your inner secrets with. Build a relationship. Um, you rely on, yes. Yeah. You rely on for impartial, objective advice and opinions. And so they, they've become a second power base. So now you've got, apart from the senators and the people of Rome, mm-hmm. you've got the Praetorian Guard rapidly becoming a powerful force. And as we know, in the case of Claudius in particular, he only became emperor because of the threats of violence from the Praetorian Guard to right. the Senate. Yeah. So they are... they. Put him on, in in the seat. Uh, they gave him the job, the Praetorian Guard. Now he also has the other this other power base that's emerging, which is your the imperial uh, functionaries, the freedmen, the freed slaves running it, are actually deciding who's who in the zoo, who's going to be the new empress. Right. Not deciding, but you know, pushing their Almost. candidate yes. and doing a lot of other stuff for him. So it's it's sort of fascinating how the like the court. The powers in the court of the emperors are starting to build and emerge over time as a result of the fact that these guys are isolated. They can't trust anyone um, and and they're surrounding themselves with people they think and hope they can actually trust. And the other part of it is I would think that at this level, the power is a zero-sum game. If I'm palace, I need Claudius listening to me slightly more than he listens to the other Freedmen and the staff, you know, I mean, you're literally jockeying for position day in and day out, get him to like me more, get him to trust me more, get him to turn to me more. And so that's just something you've got to renew every day. But here's the other part of it. When Pallas turns to Claudius and he goes, and I don't want to get ahead of him because I think you should pick this person. Is he really doing what is in the best interest of Claudius or himself or Agrippina? Is he a little less a little slightly less loyal at that point, but in some ways it doesn't matter because as long as he looks at Claudius right in the eye and he sounds sincere, Claudius is thinking that you are looking out for me and I so appreciate that and I'm going to seriously consider the person that you want me to marry. I mean, it's power and a bit of betrayal uh, all rolled into one because you really don't know who you can trust because everybody's out to look after their own ass. Mm. I just, I just find all that very, co- I find all that complicated, convoluted relationships very fascinating. Mm. Well, you would, yeah, because being in, <laughs> yeah, being someone who used to, yeah, fuck family members. I get it. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now Palace, Palace had originally belonged to Claudius's mother Antonia, right, and was her lover too. Damn. Apparently. Go, go, boy. <laughs> this <I> mean, guy <laughs> gets around. A freedman and he's fucking these noble lady, ladies. Wow, Rome has mm. changed. Or I don't know if it has changed, but wow. No, I mean, I think it was always acceptable to have sex with slaves. Certainly for men oh, yeah. to have sex but, with slave women. But those men don't roll off his uh, slave girl and go, oh, by the way, I have some uh, political questions. I'd like to get your opinion on that. Probably not <laughs> happening, but it is for Pallas. But it's the same sort of thing. Like, uh, okay, so, you know, if you're, let's say you're Antonia, Claudius's mother. Right. Um, your husband's gone a lot of the times. He might be out in a province somewhere. Sure. Maybe he's in the Senate. Maybe he's off fucking his mistresses and uh, slave girls, whatever. Yeah. You're at home. You've got your freedman there running the imperial household. He's good looking. He's yeah. nice to you. Yeah. Um, eventually, yeah. you know, you're like, your uh, well, oh, sorry. yeah, like, sorry. Uh, hey, slave slave boy. That's right. Uh, get down there, you know, <laughs> uh, s- six o'clock. Go take the, assume the position. <laughs> Go like get this. Down. I'll, 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 okay, good enough. Well, Come here. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. 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 Why, why not? Um, so, you know, when we say lover, I don't necessarily know there was romance no, involved. It no. was just... Mutually uh, beneficial. Well, hey, I'm a bit horny. Hey, slave, yeah. uh, Friedman, slave, yeah. whatever, come over here and, uh, me you know, r- pleasure r- me. Rock your Fuck world. me. Like, yeah. seriously, if you, if you had slaves, good looking oh, slaves, well, we pro- come I, on, man. I probably shouldn't answer that, but, uh, yeah, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I know that D'Angelo used to be one of your family slaves. It goes way back in your family slavery, right. obviously, he, from he, being from South Carolina. He calls it revenge and, uh, sex. Uh, yeah. It actually hurts yeah, a little yeah. bit more when he does that. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> You know, when did your ancestors arrive in the United States, Ray? You, do you, have you done your family tree shit? Uh, well, no. I, well, I have, but a lot of the information was lost in a family uh, fire that the family Bible burned. So I only know like three generations back. We come. My dad's side comes from Ireland and my mother's side, of course, and I don't want to hear any shit from you as Native American. So they were already the fuck here. <laughs> Right. So no slavery in the uh, Harris? Uh, well, we were poor uh, Irish. I think we were one step up from being slaves ourselves. Uh, that would be my guess. Yeah. 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 Indentured right. servants, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my guess. Yeah. No, no, we don't own anybody. We don't own mm. jack shit. Don't even own yourselves. Nope. You don't even own your wife. Nope. Um so anyway, well, I was like, yes. So Pallas had been the freedman of Antonia. Damn. And it was Pallas right. that Antonia used to carry the message to Thibaut. That's right. To tell him that Sejanus was fucking uh, Julia Lavilla. Right. Drusus's wife and was betraying... Tiberius and uh, had Drusus killed and Damn. was going to come after him, blah, blah, blah. So Pallas, uh, you know, trusted. Yes. I mean, that's, that's like there, there's probably no more fucking sensitive message that you yeah. can give someone <laughs> Your son uh, wasn't, than yeah. that. Your son was killed. Hey, guess what? Yeah. Your right-hand man, Praetorian prefect, uh, is a cunt. And is uh, fucking your uh, daughter-in-law, and uh, probably is the 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 father of your grandchildren, uh, and uh, he's coming for you. And you better do something killed. about it now. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So Pallas argues that Agrippina is the best best option because a yes she would bring with her Germanicus's grandson, who was. Good point. Whose name is currently Demetius Ahenobarbus. Yes. yes. Uh, but will later be known as Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. Can, can we call him pre Nero? Or is that <laughs> too much? Because Domitius? Yeah, I don't know. Because his father was Domitius. Proto Nero. Pre Nero. Pro, pro, yeah, yeah, pre Nero. Yeah, pre Nero. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like the third Domitius in the family. But anyway, go ahead. Mm, D3. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And right? it would be a link to unite the descendants of the Claudian family. Right. And Nero's father was Gnaeus Domitius Ahenobarbus, the only son of Antonia Major, niece of Augustus and daughter of Augustus's sister Octavia Minor. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a good match. Like it just uh, makes a just makes a lot of sense. Checks a lot from of boxes. Palaces. It- Perspective, Except yeah. for one little incest thing going on there. Incest is well, my best. Incest schmincest, he <laughs> said. Um, but it's currently you know, illegal in Rome is my point. Even they go, yeah. you know, whoa, you're crossing a fucking mm. line here. Crossing a yeah. line. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. He like he said, look, Rome is technically in the south of Italy. <laughs> so, so we can do that. <laughs> so, Up north know, they fuck sheep, not... but down here it's yeah. our nieces. So... Good for us. And slaves. And slaves, yeah. Um, (laughs) And Pallas' other argument, which is good, is better that she should marry Claudius than marry into some other noble family and give them political credibility, make them a threat to the throne. She'd already been married a second time. After Ahenobarbus died, she married Gaius Salustius Crispus Passienus. Wow, what a name. He had been one of Caligula's friends, came from an old and wealthy family. He was the heir of Sallust, the earliest known Roman historian with surviving works to his name, and name them for me now, Ray, go. For the uh, for $10, right. Ray, name the surviving works of Sallust. Mm-hmm. There's uh, pre-Rome, Rome, 
And Rome, what's it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> hey, I just realized, just to let the people at home know, right. this is the first podcast you and I have ever done where you're on broadband. Yes. High speed, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Like, people probably don't know this because we edited it out. But right. for the last seven years yes. of doing podcasts together, uh, you know, our Skype connections have been shit. Yeah, shitty. Shitty. Uh, mine was as well for the first, whatever, four or five years till I got broadband, good broadband. Right. Like they would drop out all the time. Oh, and then God. yours, continually for the last couple of years, would drop out if there was a storm or somebody looked at the or, internet the wrong way. <laughs> or a you'd, you'd always have to, yeah. yeah, you'd have to switch from your Wi-Fi to your phone and oh, back to your Wi-Fi again nightmare. and it would yeah. drop out and we had lag that we had to edit. It's been a <laughs> fucking nightmare. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. I just realized Finally. it just struck me. We don't have lag. You actually no. laughed in the, the same time as I made a joke. And I was like, oh, normally that laugh comes like 15 seconds later. <laughs> Holy shit. We Ta-da. don't have lag. Yes. Oh, my God. This is. We should be doing this on video. Yeah. Well, I'm not exactly uh, dressed for Dressed? That. Yeah. But yeah, can yeah. I just say that my when I say this, I'm being sarcastic. My favorite show, one time we did a bullshit filter show, and my internet was so bad, I appeared, I think, in like roughly three to seven seconds of the show. And that was only after the laugh, the, the, the reaction of myself was taken out and, and moved, you know, a couple of minutes because that's how bad it was. I was like, oh, my God, it cannot get any worse than this. And now, baby, the sky's the limit. We should do be yeah. video. I'm going to dress in my Caesar outfit. It's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in all seriousness, I want to start doing video. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think at least we should do a couple of videos together where we sort of encapsulate all of the people that we've talked about over the years and we oh, can yeah. do some YouTubes on that. We should do some video. Uh, when we do Bullshit Filter each week, we should do that on video and put that up on YouTube. Um, you know, we should just do a lot more uh, video, yeah. uh, you know, content now that we actually can do it. It's pretty exciting. Uh, but first, we have to do the reboot of Goatsy. <laughs> <laughs> and we need moment. to. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you were going to say we need to do, reboot the Napoleon show. I think that's something <laughs> we should do. We're just doing the Napoleon show. Uh, Mr. J. David it. would kill me, but um, fuck him. I've had enough of his bullshit. <laughs> let's just let's just do it. You know. Anyway, drive the nail right in. <laughs> uh, Jesus, it's Andy. Uh, anyway, yeah. Where were we? Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> um, yes, uh, Salist wrote Catalines War, the Jugurthine War, wow. and the histories. Right. Which still survive. I think not much of the history survives, but the Catiline War is a big one. Now, uh, he, this is uh, Crispus, had been married to Agrippa's, Agrippina's sister-in-law, Demetia, mm-hmm. who is the sister of Gnaeus Demetius Ahenobarbus. Right. So there's another connection. Um <laughs> So he was married. Fuck, I'm trying to put all this together now. So Agrippina's first husband was Demetrius Ahenobarbus. Right. After her 13th birthday. Crispus. Yes. Crispus was married to Ahenobarbus's sister. Then. Right. Ahenobarbus died. Right. Claudius asked Crispus to divorce his wife and marry Agrippina. Damn. So he married his sister-in-law. Right. And, and, and a part that we're leaving out is, and, and this is just for context, when uh, Claudius comes, he reinstates what I'm just going to call pre-Nero's inheritance, and now uh, Nero's new stepfather is rich as God himself. So Nero's life is looking pretty sweet at this point, and now Agrippina not only has the blood flowing through her veins, she's got her name, she's got her own money, and now she's married to someone who has a solid standing in Rome, and he's got a shit ton of money. So for right now, things are looking good for Agrippina and pre-Nero, but there's a sense, and, and I really want your opinion on this. I get the sense that she she comes across as super ambitious. Of course, we'll, ne- we'll never really know the truth. The sources kind of paint her as a Messalina uh, too, but maybe even this marriage with this wealth and this 
Actoritas isn't enough for her. But, of course, we'll never really know. Yeah. Things are looking good for her. Things are looking good for Nero. Things aren't looking quite as good for Christmas. (laughs) Now, part of the deal is that he was made proconsul of Asia and then consul for the second time. He's incredibly rich already, worth 200 million sesterces. Damn. But he made the fatal mistake of making Agrippina heir to his fortune. <gasps> oh, shit. And oh, then he died. Mm. Whoopsie. He had a whoopsie, but it was fatal. <laughs> so now she's got we all don't, that money. Yeah. We don't really know how he died or when he died. Right. Sometime before 47, according to Ronald Syme. Yes. And the suggestion in the ancient sources is that he was poisoned by Agrippina so um, she yes. could you know, get her hands on all of the money. Tacitus suggests that both women, Messalina and Agrippina, were motivated by lust. Right. Messalina by lust for men, Agrippina by lust for power. But, of course, as we've pointed out, and you just indicated, we know that these sources are very antagonistic towards women. Yes. In this day and age, they like to uh, blame women and and paint them out to be Lady Macbeths. Um, Now, that may or may not be true. We don't know. But, you know, when we did the Messalina stuff, you know, we pointed out that maybe some of her motivation was to protect herself and her son... Oh, yes. She probably, she, she maybe or probably thought that Claudius wasn't going to survive very long, either, you know, because of his illnesses, he'd be, have a natural early death or would get assassinated. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wanted protection. So, but then again, the, the stories about her having competitions with prostitutes to see who could fuck the most people and men in a night, if that's true, it's not really about try to protect herself, but at the right. same time, it could be complete bullshit. But then again, it was in uh, Pliny. It wasn't in uh, right. a scandalous uh, source. It was in Pliny. I mean, talking about birds, as I recall. <laughs> oh, yeah, birds are great. Birds are lovely. Love birds. By the way, I tell you, Messalina used to fuck a lot. Anyway, as I was saying... Fuck machine! But would you... Yeah. Would you are you open to this idea? If you're Agrippina the Younger, think of all the shit that you've seen, the thing that your mother, your father, your brothers have gone through. Maybe and if she truly does want to kill off her husband to get his money to keep herself available for any slot that might come and open that might come open with the princeps, if she is driven by ambition, I mean she can certainly be excused because there was a lot of horrible things that happened to her family that she's lucky that nothing happened to her and she couldn't help them in any way. So if she is trying to get for the top spot, I think to a degree she can be excused because revenge is a very powerful motivator. Yeah. I if, mean if I, I we we Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we talked about during the Caligula series, I mean, obviously her family got a fucking rough ride. Right. Um, right. So you can't really blame her for trying to protect no. herself and just be like, fuck all y'all, I'm taking what's mine. Uh, and then you, you know, yeah. come and get this wet-ass pussy. <laughs> Um, she's, she's just get, getting, getting what she can get, man. Right. Like that's, that's what we the all money, do. the power. That's what we alls do. So, yeah. And, and yeah. we, we haven't seen, you know, our parents executed, poisoned, right. exiled, uh, the whole fucking kit and caboodle. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Slow down. Like she's like, Jesus Christ. I survived every member of my family. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Assassinated. I'm the last one standing. And that ain't going to happen to me. I am, yeah. am going to get what I can get. Right. Yeah, you can't really blame her for that. No. So here's what you need to know. Crispus dies in 47. Messalina dies in 48. Who knows what's going on in Agrippina's head right now, but she's at the very least going, hmm, marrying to that old codger is certainly better than death. Um, so who knows what she's thinking at this point. And... Whilst decisions were being made, Agrippina apparently paid many visits to Claudius, working a charm, sucking his dick, <laughs> saying things Hi, like, what weird, weird withered leg? I don't see any weird withered leg. What are you talking about? Ah, <laughs> oh, you look like Hercules to me. Small? <laughs> no, I think your dick is huge. Oh, my God. I want it in all of my holes. I can't <laughs> wait. Hey, hey, 
Do you know? Do you know why they call me Agrippina? Agrip? Grip in ya? You want a grip in ya? He goes, well, it's you're named after your grand great grandfather, right? Agrippa? No, nah, well, yes, but no. Technically, technically, <laughs> yeah. But I earned this on my own. You yeah. want to get some grip in ya? That's what it is. She's like, that doesn't even make any sense. She's like, ah, oh, sense, sense, man. So let me show you what I can do. It's sense squeeze. this. It's remix. Yeah. Oh, so anyways. But he, but we get the feeling that he does like to drink. He does like to party. Yeah, you're my you're my niece. I shouldn't do this, but you're kind of there with your legs open. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. The gripster. <laughs> the gripster. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. She knew how to work it. But at the very least, she comes up with reasons to see her uncle on a regular basis. She needs his advice. He's a worldly, studly man, and she's this innocent little lamb. Oh, uncle, only you can help me and protect me and guide me. And so at that point, maybe she drops on her knees. I don't know. Maybe they were having sex early on. Who knows? But the point is, she's she's using what she has to get what she wants. But as you point out, the only problem is she's Claudius's brother's daughter. Yes. And unlike the folks in Virginia, <laughs> the Romans actually frown they on do, that kind of they thing. They do frown on that. And so we'll have to wait until next time to see what happens. Senators, senators, I understand you do not want another emperor. But it seems you...